Okay, so quick thing I'm going to add before, because um, this is the post-edit, so I just wanted to make sure I added a few things. One thing I was going to add is that um, when I refer to Gucci, I'm talking about the cheating affairs that people have claimed that Gucci has had and that Wayne has had. There there, there are rumors that have, uh, have said that that have happened, and also um, this might seem... This episode might seem a bit egotistical. I, I promise you I have no ego. It's just I I think I've gotten to a point where I'm listening to rap to find something new or something empowering something empowering to people. I don't think necessarily I don't want to necessarily hear people talk about uh killing each other, which I know that, that some people say that well that's rap, you know, that's definitely rap. But I think at this point I'm just looking for something that is genuine from an artist. And while Kendrick does some of it, you know, just I wanted to add this as like the farthest disclaimer part because there was a lot of stuff post-edit listening to this that I didn't add to it. So that was the one thing I didn't add to it. And then the rumors, because I say Gucci and then I don't think the Gucci part is um, explained well enough. But, you know, there were rumors that Gucci was cheating with somebody. There was rumors that Wayne was cheating with somebody. So when I talk about the Gucci part, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. So we're going to talk about this Kendrick album, which I think a lot of people assume I had a good take on, right? Like this Kendrick, this Kendrick Lamar album isn't something I'm like, hey, this is something I have to listen to. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, this is 18 songs, right? And it's a it's a weird 18 songs, especially from Kendrick Lamar, right? Because I think I think Kendrick Lamar's idea of what this this double this album was going to be with a double-sided album like Drake did Scorpion, right? Like, I think this was his... As he said, this is one album to get him out of his contract, and I think this is what we get. Um, So, before I say anything, before I really start uh, talking about this album in depth and just talking about these songs and how I feel that Kendrick decided to do these songs, I'm going to talk about uh, about Kendrick for a minute. I don't want anyone to say, oh, you're not a Kendrick fan, or... You appreciate Cole because you like Cole and how simple Cole is when he raps. I'm gonna clear all that up right now. I, I think uh, I think my lineup, my top five lineup, is a little different than others. Uh, or artists that I listen to constantly, like uh, Method Man, Black Thought, Red Man. That's that's normally when I look for lyricism. You know, that's who I go to, right? So I think this is this is the thing. So J Cole has put music into his own atmosphere where. He doesn't sound similar to anybody. He doesn't rap about similar things than anybody, right? That's that's shown by the offseason in KOD. Two years apart, you kind of see what they're you, you kind of see their differences and you see their flaws. Kendrick, however, we get into this Kendrick's albums, and I think I think the problem with Kendrick was this was supposed to be two different albums. So Mr. Morals was supposed to become his last problem with TDE, with Top Dog Entertainment. And Big Stepper was supposed to be his first album on his new label. However, that I don't think that's what happened. Um, something got mixed up in between these uh, production of this album, or as you saw in the pictures above, we were able to see kind of Kendrick's take on these songs. Now, I'm going to kind of keep it kind of brief, because this is not an album in which... I hate, but I do not, I cannot understand this album, and I think it's because, as I said before, the artists I listen to 
are kind of the reasons why this album doesn't feel like uh, Kendrick's best album, but also isn't his second best or a classic album for Kendrick, right? Because these these two albums definitely probably could have been a could have probably been a way better uh, album than we got before. And before people say, well, you should have gave Kendrick a try. I gave I gave this album four listens. The first two listens, I tried it. Didn't really feel anything for these songs. The second listen, I thought it was an okay album. And so I got to, like, then the first track of the second album, of this double-sided album. I was like, I don't really necessarily like the way this album is put together. Right? I, I don't... I think it's either... The beats, where I think the situation is, I think Kendrick has the same reputation Nas has. Where Nas is great. He talks about great things. He talks about amazing stuff. He can relate it to certain situations. But his beat, his choices in beat picking are the problem here, right? Like, I think, granted, if we look at this as a piece of work for each long body of work, and then we take a little uh, samples and stuff out of it, we come back to this... I come back to the same argument of this sounds like it could have been extremely polished, right? But also, I'm not here to, like, drag this album and buzz buzz up. This album is 18 songs long, and I want to mention to you this first part of this album, and we're going to call the first part of this album um, Mr. Moral. Even though people will assume that I messed up because uh, we have a song called Mr. Moral, but I don't remember where it is exactly in the lineup. Um, it's the seventh song, so I don't know if this is Big Step, because Big Stepper is not on this album, which I think kind of confuses me a little bit, because normally when you release a, a, a song, an album, you have a single and then a lead single, and none of these singles were released out earlier, and I think that is also my problem with this. So, he has amazing features. He has, uh, he has Blast, he has, uh, Taylor, excuse my first name, my first name, your first name escapes me right now, but it's Taylor, he has Baby Keem, he has a lot of different artists that I think are good artists, right, but this album, this first part of this album, the first, the first couple songs of this album, we're gonna talk about, I'm kinda gonna hammer, but let's real quick see if we have any sponsors before I hammer this album, the way in which, the only way I know how to talk about this album. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm I'm break this album down. It's the way that I think uh, this album is really put together. So the first song is about grief, and I think, and and this and this one lyric sums up this whole song to me. It's like united in grief. People handle their griefs in different ways, right? Like these are just how I feel about these songs so uh, far. He talks about father time, how we grow up in time, which I think is okay. Worldwide stepper. It's a decent track. It's not my favorite. Uh, it's also very okay as a track. It, it brings power into it. The N95 is an okay song. I've heard people say the song is great. It does not seem great to me. But then again, I, I know I'm very critical when it comes to music. Uh, 
of any kind, but especially when it comes to Kendrick, people probably will say I'm a little, I'm a little biased when it comes to songs like Kendrick because it's something I'm looking for, but it never hits that bar. Like Kendrick, for some reason, when his music drops, everyone's extremely happy, besides me, because I am trying to figure out what are we doing, where's the song going. It's it, worldwide separate. Is three minutes of him talking about being spoken through. Being spoke, being used to be spoken by, and I, as much as I hate, as much as I love that kind of song, Black Thought has done that many times, where he says that the, he says God is using him to better himself or better the world or describe a point of view. That's all Kendrick does for this song, and I don't understand, right? Because this beat, this sample, and he tries to use the gossip that kind. He tries to use this backup choir that Kanye does, and I just, I can't get over it thinking, is this a Kanye-produced album? Because that's all I'm getting from this song. While they say Worldwide Stepper, Worldwide Stepper is supposed to be about, like, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, because they don't, like, you can't find anything of what they say that Worldwide Stepper is supposed to be. Right, because they say it's supposed to be about the view of different women, but I I can't I can't get over this I can't get over this album I just this Worldwide Separate is a three minute long song that I can sum up in a few words where he just shows that he's using his voice to speak out right which in I guess in sounds a little it, it might sound a little dumb enough but it's the truth he he talks about being people being on earth and you just talk it just it's just like okay Kendrick I get it you're you're, you're trying to use your voice and trying to story tell about women and how they should use their voices for different things I get it Kendrick but did, did it need to be 3 minutes long and I think that's my thing I'm it, it's very critical right like it it's very critical but then we get to enrich one we get to we get to Rich, where it's it says it's Kendrick Lamar, right? But it opens up with this auto-tune, and I cannot, for the life of me, understand why, even if he's doing this, because I've heard people say that Kendrick Lamar doesn't use auto-tune, right? But even if he's doing this naturally, right? Why, for being Rich, does it sound so... But the, For the interlude, why does it sound so, okay, we're here, I'm Rich, I get it. We we're talking about the like the society's entrapment of a person or a person's spirit or or going back to um like the normal nine to five like I get it like we're we're talking about that grind of people being in a loop of doing things back to back to back I get it right and he says it's a weird but we glorify things like and and it's true in a society we do glorify things that are like nine to fives or. We glorify things of people just doing things over and over again and work or like working for the man or simple things like that. Or example for rap, we glorify killing people like this is a common thing. Like I can find many different things that glorify that we glorify or we use to it. Like the word just entrapment just kind of sums up this song of, hey, I'm rich and this is what I feel that entraps people. And I'm like, I get it, Kendrick. You're trying to persuade to the, peop- the person. You're trying to trap, and you, and and I get it. He's saying he's rich, and and that's true. I think a lot of rappers should talk about what they know and a lot of truths. But 
Kendrick, I, I get it in the song where you, you say you're rich, rich spirit. Kendrick, you're rich. I, that's without a doubt, right? But then you talk on, then he talks on another song about how Baby Keem bought, um, bought four cars in six months, and I'm just like, I get that. I, I get that. I think that's a lot of people's dream of to make make sure everyone in their family is set for life. I think that's the dream for anybody, right? But this is this has been retaliated by Black Thought. This has been, like, this has been said so many times as a rap lyric, I, I kind of kind of, I kind of become numb to it, where it's like, okay, you've said this, uh, you have said this line, this line goes over my head because you're talking about something that every rapper has said. Future has done it. Gucci has done it. Wayne has done it. Like, there's so many rappers that have done this that when I come and talk about a Kendrick Lamar album, people are like, you're extremely too critical. And I think that's the thing. I try to give Kendrick's music always a good listen. I always try to listen to Swimming Pool, all his albums. I always try to listen to Kendrick, and I, I end up coming to the same thing of, I think it's the beat. I think the beat sets this tone for me of all of his albums where you're just like, this is an uphill battle because we're going from song to song to song to song to song. Like, that's what it is. We're going song to song to song, and we're just listening about how he feels about each other. And then this cry, We Cry Together thing, this Cry Together... It's a skit. Like, that's what it is to me. Because they're just going back and forth. And I, and, and no offense to Taylor. No offense to Kendrick. But we're going back and forward just talking about how we feel. How we feel about this relationship. And then we just... Like a toxic relationship or an environment. We, we, we Kendrick, we've got that before. I like it, man. I understand that you put an album, every, um, an, album, an album out every four years. But it's the fact that I've heard this before from Redman. Uh, Redman and Method Man. The... The song You. I've heard this before where they're trying to commute their stories. And I've heard it from Kanye. And I'm like, this is what I think my thing is. When I listen to Kendrick, I know Kendrick can be lyrical. I know Kendrick can be like a black thought. The gen- This generation's black thought. Where he just talks about like elections. He, he talks about all of this, right? Where he could he could do it in a vast amount of songs. Every time I get a Kendrick album, I don't get those kind of songs. I get these, forgive me, right? But one of these songs was supposed to be rock. And this has it listed as hip-hop and rap, so I'm going to assume this isn't a rock album he was supposed to release. And it's so weird because in this song, We Cry Together, he talks about this belief and people believing that it's a man's world or men rule the world. And that's not entirely true. I, I have a problem with that statement. All in itself, but these songs just seem like they just keep going and going. So I'm listening to these songs, and all I'm hearing is this beat, and then I'm hearing somebody speak under it, and it always is like his voice doesn't carry, and the beat is just always overpowering him. And great, he does transition a lot, but I don't know what it is about these voice fluctuations where it seems like he's harmonizing in a song, but it's just I get it. I get it, Kendrick. You're great. You're great at describing stuff. You're great at story. You're okay at storytelling. I get it, Kendrick. You're, you know, probably one of the top five, and that's another thing I was talking about. So he says, "I'm gonna destroy the top five. and I'm like, Kendrick, I get, I get it. And anybody's top five, and hip hop's top five will never change, right? Like, there's interchangeable top fives that people have listed, but for the most point, they do not change. And I think that is my problem. He says, I'm going to destroy the top five. But the top five is always Biggie, Pac, Jay-Z, Nas, 
Hove. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, no matter if you call Jay-Z Jay-Z or if you call him Hove, he's probably always in there. Or you got Redman, you got Reggie. Like, you have so many people that are in people's top fives, but their top fives aren't going to change over the year. But if you talk about this generation that Kendrick is in, we got Drake, we got Cole, and we got Kendrick. But those top three haven't changed since they released albums in 2010, 2014, in 2015, these albums have not changed, right? Like, the whole goal of it is not to change. And I also get that people are saying, you know, that this is supposed to be a an album where Kendrick experiments on a lot of things. And Kendrick is great. When he experiments on things, it's great. But we have to figure out what, what are we doing with this, right? Because it takes four years for him to release an album. And I'm not saying that's bad. I like, I'm a Cole fan. We wait four or five years to release stuff, right? Um, I like Kendrick sometimes, right? Like, he takes four or five years to release stuff. I'm okay with that. Black Thought. Granted, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not, I'm not unaware that music takes a long time to release, right? And him, and Kendrick and Cole have the same motto of, I'm gonna take four years, experience it, and I'm gonna record each track through these experiences that I'm having. Which is great. I mean, that is the way music should be. It should be a way to release the stuff that you're going through and understand it. But I don't quite understand. Because he said he feels like a demigod. And that's another thing that uh, Mr. Morrow that I'm just like, okay, you're a demigod. You think you're great. I, I get that every artist should feel great. And every, guard, and every artist should feel like they're in somebody's top five. Or they could beat everybody's top five. Or they're top three. That's always a great thing for an artist to have. But these songs just get overwhelming like this the best way to put this is this feels like an LA album like this album feels like something we would get from Snoop Dogg right or but that's the thing it feels like Snoop Dogg when the way that he per, he that he does this album it really could be it could have been the chronic it could have been a his this album could have been his the chronic right but it's the thing of Kendrick doesn't have a classic and why is it right is it because he experiments? And I think that might be part of it. Because N95 is an okay song. The beat kind of bothers me a little bit. But it's an okay song. Die Hard. Not a huge fan of that. Like the uh, the black verse where uh, the chorus where he just he lets it rip. He, he does his thing for his verse. Rich Spirit. I'm not a huge fan of Cry Together. That is an okay song. I don't have any problems with that. Father Time. I don't have any problems with that. It's not, it's not the grades I've heard from Kendrick. But it's okay. Um, Purple Hearts, I kind of listened to that the first time, second time, and then the third time I just skipped it, because I couldn't, I couldn't really get into that, right? And then Count Me Out, which just kind of explains it's in itself, that title is Count Me Out. Crown of him, crowning himself. Silent Hill, not really a amazing fan of. Earn Diary was okay. Mr. Morrow, I still have a problem with that. Um, Mother and Sober, Okay. Mirror was it, Mirror could have been a lot better for me personally, but it was an okay piece. And I think this is the thing. So I think this is my problem with uh, Kendrick kind of albums. Like I like experimental stuff, but the album after track nine or ten, or if you want to do it the right way, like after track nine, and then you do you open it up with another. Um, song, it's just like, okay, uh, this, 
this is okay, but like after track nine, every just everything seems like it starts to slow down as an album. And then we get Mr. Moral, and I'm just like, okay. Then we get Marin, I'm like, okay, right? Like overall, this this album is something. It's it's a weird album to me because it's like I get it. You want to be pro black, I get it. But I've heard all of this, all the stuff that Kendrick is talking about. I've heard from Black Thought. Like I'm like, um, Black Thought did this, but he rhymed it with election, or he did it with Kanye. He did it like the lines, the choruses, and the hooks. I'm just like Kendrick. Uh, this could have like I do feel like this was the intent of it. If he had did these two albums separately, he could have had something like the. Like, like he could have had two albums, and it would have been like Dr. Dre's The Chronic. But after hearing these albums, I'm just like, this is underwhelming. But I also think the overhype of as a Kendrick album dropping always lowers it because I have when artists release an album, I don't go off the hype. I rarely do. So when Cole and Kendrick drop, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see where this hype is, and the hype for Kendrick's album was so high. I was expecting so much, and I got so little in the end, and I'm just like, well, that's kind of sad. Okay, it's an okay album. Um, but then again, I don't put Kendrick as a uh, a great level storyteller, and I think that's what happens to me is, is, oh, this was an okay album. It wasn't his best, but, you know, I think that is my problem. Now, I know a lot of people will say, well, that seems like a more personal problem because a lot of people like this album. I, I don't deny it. I know people said that this album was like a an A and C and S tier album, but I don't I don't know. Like I think this is one of the albums from Kendrick I just cannot be a fan of. And maybe and I always say maybe it'll grow on me on time, but I have no idea when time will be. Right? Because then we went another four years for a Kendrick album to drop. And I'm not really sure. Good Kid Mad City and the untitled masters were in Section 80 were my two beloved albums by Kendrick. And I don't know. I don't know. If Mr. Moral and Big Separate, unless it grows on me in a, in a, in a while over time, I don't know if this is Kendrick's best work. And this might literally be his worst work I've heard from Kendrick. But I think, again, I'm overcritical. You know, and I know people are going to say, you're overcritical because of the way this learning is. But I've heard all of this before. You know, top fives, uh, the triple sevens I've heard that relate to Kendrick in a way, and I'm just like, this is possibly one of the worst albums I've heard from Kendrick, and I don't know why. Like, I, I don't want to rate this album because I have no idea how to rate this album. This album is just something you listen to, and it seems like it almost... It's a weird album to listen to. Like, you listen to it at the end, and you're like, oh, okay, so is that the end of it? It's a weird thing. Like, I do, I, I do, I think this was better if it was a split album. If these albums were split into two, I probably would like it a lot more. Um, like, if you released one and then released another. But then again, I do wonder, who was he waiting for? Like, what was his thing? Because I do think somebody could have listened to this and go, okay, so these albums are great by themselves. So why would we double release them? And I don't know who was necessarily in charge. I think he signed Interscope, right? Or he was on Interscope, and that was TDE was on Interscope. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, I don't necessarily understand, because we were, because Cole already released the offseason. Um, CLB was already released, and Yay's Donda was released. So I'm trying to figure out, is there another artist that he, 
he released it today because of another reason that was going to be released. Like, another album was going to be released. But then who was it from? Right? Because I feel like if he had waited and dropped this maybe September, August, this album could have been a lot better. But I, I don't know what the rush was putting this album out together. Putting these two albums out together, I have no idea what the rush was.